Aloha, guys, and welcome back to Degree Free. We are your hosts, Ryan and Hannah Mariama. On this podcast, we share fundamentals we've discovered and the mistakes we've made while self-educating, getting work, building businesses, and making money. We'll tell you how to make it happen. No degree needed. Hey, guys. Thanks for coming back and listening to the podcast again. If you are new here, thanks for listening. If you are returning, we are glad to have you. If you found something interesting in one of our past episodes or after you listen to this episode, it's so good that you listen again and you want to take action on some of these things. We did make a guide. It's called how to get a job without a college degree. It is on our website, which is degreefreenetwork.com. That said, if you want to just listen and take notes, you can find all of this stuff for yourself. But if you want it all in one place, it is on our website. Absolutely. And let's get into today's topic. Today, we're going to be talking about what to do instead of going back to school. We get this all the time. We get this all the time. And it comes in different forms, but the essence of the question remains the same. A lot of times we get this question from people that already have a degree. Sometimes they have two degrees and they're thinking about going back for a second. They're thinking about going back for a third. Sometimes this is from people that have never gone to college and they're thinking about going to college for the first time. And then the other, the last one is going to be people that have went to college for a little bit, dropped out and thinking about going back. It all stems usually around the same thing. And that is a general unhappiness or discontentment with where they are in their career and with their life at the time. And a lot of people think of going back to school, going back to college is the answer of how to educate themselves and how to get job training in order to to make a transition in their career and in their life. Some of these people are people who are working the careers or or close enough to the career that they were intending to get when they graduated from college, only to be met with the shocking and unpleasant realization that the that the field that they chose when they were 17 years old is not the field that they want to work in now as an as an adult. And I think um, not only those people, but also the people who, like you said, they dropped out and now they're feeling really lost. And they think that going back to college is a way of finding themselves or reclaiming their identity or almost resetting their life. They feel like they're finding themselves or they're not that if they go to college, they're not lost or it takes away some of the shame of the fact that they don't have a specific type of job, you know, the societal shame that comes with that. Or um, there are also people who have degrees who didn't know how to apply, didn't know how to get the jobs that they went to college to get. And so now they're working in an industry that has nothing to do with uh, their degree. And then they think the answer to the fact that the first degree didn't work is to buy another degree. And this episode is for those people. And sometimes it's even a uh maybe not another degree, but sometimes it's an advanced degree. Sometimes they're thinking about going back to school to get their master's. That one really gets me. We're not judging anybody for this. Little story for myself. I've shared it before, but I was literally one of these people. I was, I got my degree in economics. I was thinking about, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I, just like many other people, I didn't know, I wasn't happy with the direction my life was going. I... Right after college, I did get a job, not really in my field, but I got a job in consumer credit underwriting. And let me tell you, that wasn't my life's work. I didn't want to do that. What, right? You weren't passionate about 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 that? I can't imagine why. I was basically a monkey with a headset is what I like to say, underwriting these loans. 
and it was it was terrible. I ended up working there for a year. I ended up quitting, and then I continued. I never quit my restaurant job, but I continued to work my restaurant job full time for years after that. And I just felt very lost. I felt like I was unhappy with where my life was going. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And so I wanted to throw stuff at the wall and see what stuck. One of the things I wanted to do is like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll become a mechanical engineer. I heard that's pretty fun. I heard about a job about do being an Imagineer for Disney and trying to work on the robotics for the di- different rides, like making Buzz Lightyear move. Uh, I had no idea. I just had a minor exposure to somebody that I met briefly that I was like, ah, oh, you know what? That sounds like fun. Maybe I'll go, maybe I'll become a mechani- mechanical engineer and do that. I ended up moving my life to North Carolina. I ended up enrolling in- uh, Forest. In, in Wake Forest. I ended up enrolling, yeah, I don't even remember. It was a community college. I ended up enrolling in a community college. I went there to, oh man, I forgot about that. I literally went to the school. You went to the campus. I went to the campus and I bought books. I at least went, I at least went into the bookstore. You did. No, no, no. You did. Did you buy one or two textbooks? I think you did. I think we had them for a while. I think you resold them, actually. Maybe. I'm. I know that I went to the bookstore. I'm pretty sure that I bought books for these classes that I needed, that I, that, that I was going to take. But then I just stopped. I was like, wait a minute. I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea. I have no idea what being a mechanical engineer is like. I have no idea. I don't even know if I'm good enough at math. I don't know if I, I don't even know what math I need. I don't even know what that job they do. I still don't know what a mechanical engineer does, right? I'm like, oh, but maybe, maybe I'll go do that. And so because I was just throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what stuck, I was like, okay, maybe I'm not going to pay that money to do it. I'm very happy, very grateful that I made the decision to not to. This is all, this is all a long way of saying is like, we're not judging people when they're, when they're thinking, when they're thinking about doing this. No, no. And I'll say this because I'm the one that comes off judgmental about this a lot of the times. And I will say this, I want to go on record and say this, the reason part a huge part of the reason that i feel so strongly about this is because of the conversations that i have had with people that 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 hurt my heart where they feel so trapped there's only one answer to their problems there's only one answer to their uncertainty to their to their feeling of being lost to their feeling of not having a career to their feeling of shame about that and that answer is an extremely expensive piece of paper and it's the second one because the first one didn't work and they just they already feel so trapped and it's like they go further into the thing that it has put them in this position and it's not just the people who consider it and then do it it's afterwards when they're in the same position and I have the same conversation with them and they put all that stress and financial stress on themselves and they get to the other side and they're in the exact same position and it's heartbreaking it's a heartbreaking thing but they've been told that's the only answer and that that is a huge reason why i'm so passionate about this is because i'm tired of seeing people who just see their whole life laid out in front of them and they feel trapped and they feel like they have no options when that's not true yeah and so 
we definitely understand. I definitely understand. I used to be one of those people. I get it. It's tough. So here we are and we're trying to give people options. Options. Tell them what their options are. Because they just don't know. They don't know. That's why they only think there's one. That's where I think we can help. When I'm having this conversation with people, this is the first option, and that is improve your current job. And that is do what you can with what you have, where you are. And the most simple moves are usually the ones that are right around you already. So instead of going back to school to get another degree, ask for, if you're unhappy with your current job, ask for a raise, look around you in the company that you're in and see if there's a different position that suits you better, that pays more, that does a different type of work that you're more interested in or more suited to. The other thing is you can look and see if your company has some sort of educational credit that you can use to leverage to give yourself a more valuable skill within your company to help with the moving around or getting a raise. If you work for a company where there's no formal education credit, a lot of times if you go to the manager or whoever you trust who's kind of in your corner and you say, hey, I want to learn this thing. I think it's going to help the business in this way. Make your case. See if they'll pay for it because that's a really great way to retool your skill set and not have to pay for it, which we're all for. And the other thing is like you can move further up in the field if you want. If you really hate it, though, it's probably a good idea for you to kind of look around in the company and see where else you can go. As simple as moving to a new department. And one of the things that I find myself whenever somebody asks me this, whenever somebody is talking about going back to school, it's generally because they're unhappy. They're unhappy or they're discontent, as I was saying. And I think one of the biggest things that you can do in this case is you just have to sit down and have some pretty honest conversation with yourself. You have to sit down and have an honest conversation with yourself and take an honest inventory about what is going on. And it's not fun to pick that apart. About what is going on and about what you're going through. Why why are you unhappy? Why are you discontent? Is it because you don't like your coworkers? Is it because you feel like you're a fraud? Is it is it because you're not making enough money? Is it because you genuinely don't like the work or it's boring? Right. And is it because you don't feel fulfilled? There's a lot. And, you know, this is, as Hannah was saying, you know, it's not fun all the time. These are difficult questions that require honest answers. What's causing you to feel the discontent for you to feel that you have to go back to school? A lot of the times, if you can sit there and you can have that honest conversation with yourself and it helps to really write it down. It helps to really write write it down. Put it on paper. Name your demons. You want to put a face to what it is that's bothering you. It could be something as simple as staying in the same field but moving to a new company. It could be something as simple as, look, I actually don't mind my job. My job is actually pretty okay. But maybe I want to negotiate a four-day work week. Maybe I want to negotiate one day work from home. Every Wednesday, I work from home. Not possible in every job. I understand that. But those are the types of questions that you have to ask and you have to give the honest answers to get to the bottom of, of this. I know that for myself, it was very difficult. I had to sit down and have this conversation with myself. I 
because I sat down and had this conversation myself, I came up with, I came up with, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I said, before I wrote that check to that community college in North Carolina, before I sent the payment, I, or wait, I'm not sure. Maybe I even sent the payment. I don't even know. Maybe I sent the payment. I needed a refund. I don't even remember. I either, before I sent it, or I needed a refund, I forget. But I had to ask myself, why do I not feel like this is, why do I not feel like this is it? Why do I feel like I, like this isn't gonna solve my problem? And the reason was because I didn't know what I wanted to do. I said, look, I don't know what I wanna do. I don't even know what a mechanical engineer does. This isn't gonna solve my problem. The problem is that, I'm unhappy. The problem is that I don't know what I want to do with my life. And so I had to make the difficult decision to not go. I had to make the difficult decision to basically do inaction. And it is harder to not go, I think. It is harder to not go. Yeah. And so I didn't go. I continued to, to bartend. I moved from Hawaii to North Carolina. I moved I moved from Hawaii as a bartender to get to go to North Carolina to get away from bartending so that I could go to school to not be a bartender. Then I decided that I didn't want to go to school. And then I ended up attending bar. Full circle. What the hell? <laughs> and but I'm glad I did. Because then I would have went into debt. I would have went into debt that I would probably still be paying for right now. Well, looking back on that now, uh, because I think there, there's a lot to unpack here, actually, I think, because there's a few reasons why people experience that discontent, especially at that age. You know, the right after college, tumultuous kind of, you know, your early 20s where it is, there's a lot going on. But sometimes it's like, you want to move. You need to move. You need to get new roommates. You need to, like, you need to go try to meet somebody. Uh, you need to pick up a hobby or a sport. Um, but because I, I think a lot of people are looking for the community that, that they lose after college. And so they get very um, they need to they need to figure out if that's maybe what or, or maybe they lose purpose. I think a lot of people lose purpose after they leave college because their purpose was to be a student. Right. But now their purpose is to work. And that's not nearly as fulfilling, I think, for a lot of people because now they're just an employee. Right. That was always the end game. But I think a lot of people don't think it through until that point. Um, and so there's a few things, which is one, if you're really having a problem with your job and it's not that there's anything really wrong at your job, it might just be that you need to start your own side thing. It's okay. If your job doesn't fulfill you, your job is a way to make money so you can pay your bills. That's what a job is. There are very few people who their job is their passion and that is okay. Work is work. And if you're not doing your work, then it makes sense that you're not really passionate about it. A lot of people feel a burden to feel passionate about their job. You don't have to feel passionate about your job. You have to feel passionate or grateful about what your job allows you to do. Or And that means if you want freedom of your time, you want to try to build a thing, you want to spend time with your family, doesn't matter. But that you need to sort out if, if that's the feeling of the discontent. And then the last thing is that, and I've heard this from a lot of people who are like, I'm going to go back and get a master's. But um, they're ashamed of the fact that they don't think they're making enough money, 
which everything about that makes me sick to my stomach. It is okay to want to make the amount of money that you want to make. There's a lot of us that have not been told that. It is okay to want to make the amount of money that you want to make. If you want to make 70K a year and you're making 40 right now, that is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You need to figure out how to make it happen. But being discontent with a job that pays you less than your goal salary is, is fine. You should be discontent because you're not where you want to be. And there's nothing wrong or problematic about that. Um, I had somebody once who was, he was saying he wanted to go back and get a master's degree. And he's like, but you know, I don't want to like make too much money. But 10 minutes before he'd been talking about how he couldn't afford to live. And I'm just like, dude, your problem is the money. It is okay if the problem is the money. And it, that is a problem that can be solved. So yeah, I guess that all goes to say that the first thing is identifying why you're discontent, identifying why you feel like you need to go back to college, why you need to go and get that master's degree, why you need to finish your degree, why you need to get the second degree. And that's a difficult conversation to have. You have to be brutally honest with yourself, write it down. That really helps. It's easiest. A lot of times, sometimes you can improve your situation in your current job. You don't have to go. You don't even have to stop working at that company. You can, if it's the money, ask for a raise. If it's the people, move departments. If it's, if it's, um, time, the, if it's the job title, ask for a different job title, move to, move to a different, you know, and then move to a different company doing the same thing. If it's time, ask for a four day work week. All very simple that could possibly be done if you just ask the questions of why you're discontent and why you want to go back to college. So the second factor is going to be getting a new job and getting a new job. It sounds simple, right? But a lot of times people need to be given permission. It's, it feels like people need to get be given permission to pursue something different than what they went to school for. It, it's, seems like they're waiting. They're like, I'm a, well, what do you want to do? Well, I want to be a sports anchor. They're like, okay, well, what'd you go to school for? Economics. All right. Well, that's fine. I, who cares? Go and go and start getting coffee for sports anchors. Go and see if you can work in a newsroom or start a YouTube channel about sports. Whatever. You know, just, just start. A lot of people are waiting on permission, though. They're then, waiting on the college to give them permission to, to pursue that. Right. And then, so I think the, the most important part about getting a, getting a new job is making sure that you're finding a job where you're learning new skills. Doesn't matter what those skills are, but just where you're learning new skills. Different than you were before. And that you're mentally stimulated and that hopefully you feel more fulfilled. It all stems back to asking you those questions, to asking yourself those questions about why you feel like you need to go back to college. It's a very expensive endeavor. Oftentimes we found to be unnecessary. And sometimes a lot of people say, well, I can't take a pay cut. I don't know anything about that field. You don't always have to take a pay cut. 
in order to in order to switch jobs. You also don't have to necessarily quit the current job that you have in order to switch job. Get a second job. Exactly. Work more. Difficult. I People know. People don't like that. Difficult. But it's true. It's if you if you want more money, if you want more skills, if you want a different job, but you aren't ready to leave the stability of the job you're in, get another job. People hate people hate that because it's the whole one job should be enough. Dude, it's not enough if you're discontent. And you need to change your situation. And you need to change your situation. You don't know how to do it. And you don't want to go into debt. You don't want to keep paying money. You don't want to pay money in order to fix the problem. There's a way that you can fix the problem that is just going to require more time. And you're going to actually make more money doing so. I think that's, I think that's, that's definitely the second factor is getting a new job, retooling, making sure that you're just learning something new. Make sure that you're stimulating yourself and making sure that you're taking care of the reason of why you thought that you needed to go to college in the first place. Okay. So there's two, there's two smaller points to this one that I'd like to make. One is if, if you're looking for another job and you're not currently in a sales job, that is a very useful field because it's applicable to almost everything. It can help you get more jobs. It can help you with networking. It can help you understand how to present situations and present solutions to the company you're at. It can just help with a lot of aspects of your professional life and your personal one, actually. But that that's a that's a good point. And the and the other point that I want to make that really has nothing to do with this, but is it's kind of into the why you're discontent and kind of just addressing the way people are feeling in that general feeling of discontentment. They're not really sure what's going on. If you're going to get a second job, and this is especially too, if you are, if you're looking for to be a diff around a different kind of person, like if you want to switch, if you want to have some variety with the type of people that you work around, or there's a specific type of person that you want to work around, or to be honest with you, if you are looking for a significant other, it's a good idea to work in a different sort of environment than you work in now. That is, this is a weird, this is a weird thing to say, but it's just true. Like a good example is I have a lot of friends who are teachers they're all women and they do complain quite a bit that there's no men in their field and quite a few of them are not super happy with their jobs like uh lower uh like um elementary school education and so i said oh well you know uh why don't you get a second job working in a law office or as a receptionist at a construction company because you're going to be working around dudes you know and it's a different environment it's a different environment and so it'll give you some variety like some spice of life you know what i mean um so i think that that's true like for men and women and no matter what you're trying to achieve but like if you want to be around people who are into um videography then you need to go work at a videography company because those people are going to be able to help you learn more about it you're going to meet people that are like-minded you're going to meet people that are going to challenge you and i think that that's just a universally good thing to say so and you can meet people who are going to help you along your journey so i think the last thing is if you are discontent with the money you're making or you're discontent because you just feel like you're not really your job's not your passion, which shocker, most people's jobs aren't their passion and then that's okay. Um, And you want to feel some sort of ownership or like you're building something for yourself, it's start a business. And I know that now, especially with all of the like hustle and like entrepreneurship and all the flash words and stuff that's culturally just really um, seems to be everywhere right now, there is something to building your own thing. 
and to teaching yourself things to build your own thing. It really does not matter what it is. If you want to start a pet rock store and you care about that a lot, then you're going to teach yourself skills that help you sell pet rocks. You know, if you want to start a if you want to start a traveling uh, a traveling Broadway show, then you're going to have to if you want to start a traveling musical theater group, you're still going to be building your own thing. You're going to be bringing people together. You're going to be doing work and you're going to be teaching yourself things that you care about because it's your thing and you're building it. You don't have to learn things you don't want to learn. You do have to do to learn things you do want to learn. Um, and you can kind of follow your own instincts and your own passions and you can create something out of nothing that's yours. And there's a lot of value to that and just personal growth that I think also comes from it. And also money, if you can make it successful and success is a relative term. So success means if you want to make 60K a year and you're at a job that makes the college graduate average, which is 40K a year after taxes, and you want to make 60K and you can create some sort of side business that makes 20K a year, you're now You've kept your stability. You've created your own thing that gave you the an outlet for creativity and to challenge yourself. And now you're also at the salary level that you want to be at. And that is, that sounds like a win to me. I think that after that, the desire to go get any degree pretty much evaporates because it no longer has a function um, or because people feel less lost in their career or professional goals. I think one of the things too about starting a business, we've mentioned it before, say it's worth saying again you know if you're thinking about if you're thinking about going this route you think that's going to fulfill you then i think that's going to move the needle about how you feel definitely do it the biggest tip that we always have is don't quit your job don't quit your job in order to do so especially at the beginning pre-revenue while you're still while you're still in the dfas just don't do it i get a cold sweat (laughs) it's not smart the one of the things that is the easiest thing to do when you're thinking about doing this. If you are going to be doing this as a side thing at first, and it could possibly become a main thing, hopefully, maybe we'll see, is that one of the easiest things to do, and we talked about this a little bit before, but you can start a services business. Starting a services business, it's pretty simple. It's one of the simplest things that there is. It's not easy, just simple. You're going to come up with a service that you can do. You're going to go to somebody. They're going to pay you to do it. And then you're going to leave. That simple. Just as simple as that. Not easy. That's very difficult. But simple. But simple. And it's a way for you to immediately get some cash. And a lot of things... And one of the things that's that's really not talked about enough, I feel, is the mental boost that's going to that's gonna give you. It, it's also hard and it can be very depressing and lonely at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Not to scare you away from it because realistically speaking, that's just true also. Absolutely. But it's going to be, but if you can make that sale, when you can make that sale, it just makes you feel alive. Oh yeah. It makes you feel, it makes you feel good. It makes you feel different, especially if you've never sold something of your own you could be in sales you can be in sales and you can sell you can sell whatever it is you can sell vacuums all day and yeah is it fun to close sales absolutely you know is it is it is it you can sell timeshares is it fun to close 
thousands of dollars of deals. Absolutely. You can sell jet engines. Is that awesome? Absolutely. There's something about selling something that you made or that you're doing that just gives you that pride. And if that's one of the things that you wrote down is pride or one of like just feeling down, that definitely can be a mood adjuster. I know because I've done it. I know because I've, it's difficult. I mean, it's difficult, but it definitely helped. Feeling down, don't know what to do. Try something. Try it. Try to build something. Try to make something. Yeah. And make it happen. It sounds, it sounds, um, it sounds, it sounds simple because it is, it is. It's as simple as me right now taking a broom out of our house and just going to the neighbors and saying for 20 bucks, I'll sweep your entire driveway. That's a services business. I just want people to understand that is how simple, that is how simple the thing we're talking about is. It's going around with a bottle of Windex and a rag to people's houses and saying, hey, I'll clean the outside of your windows. 60 bucks. That's a services business. And there is pride in, in having the courage to ask the question and then having someone say yes to you. Because eventually, if you ask enough people, somebody will. And man, is that cool. It's cool. Yeah. And I think just for this, you know, for this problem or for what these people are have are struggling with, which is, you know, not knowing what to do instead of going back to school. A lot of what we find is that same thing with originally not going to school is they just need permission. They, they, they need it, it. We've seen it time and time again. When we say, when we tell somebody, Hey, you don't have to go back to school. Maybe just, I've never been, I've never been told that before. The amount of times it, it's just, no one's ever told me that before. Everybody always yeah. tells you to go back to school. Don't, if you, you're not obligated to, you're not obligated to. If there's a really good reason to go back and you can, and you can make the logical argument of, of, Like you're going back to be a surgeon. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, and then you can make the logical argument about maybe, 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 maybe you're in such an esoteric field that you absolutely need a college degree, or that you absolutely need a master's degree. You absolutely need to go back, or you're in a field where going back to school is going to elevate you to the next level for some reason. Say or in the current pay structure. That in you the have. current pay structure, that's exactly what I, that's that's exactly a, what I was going for. Do the math whether, on that, right? Exactly, and that goes back to and that and that goes to doing the math on it and just approaching it as a financial decision instead of instead of approaching it as some like what we see a lot, which is like an attitude adjustment, which is just grasping at straws. A lot of a lot of what we see all the time, and I know I know because I was that person. A lot of what we see is that people are just grasping at straws. People are just thinking, I don't know what to do. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go back to school. I'm not fulfilled in my job. I'm going to go back to school. I think in a lot of fields um, that 
the pay is a little bit on the lower end and the and and getting a master's degree will give you a slight raise i would urge people who are using that rationale to be very careful i think that a lot of times that money if you actually did the math on it is not actually worth it i think that's a status thing i think that's a status and um i think that's a status symbol and i think you need to be very careful by about caving into that just because you think it'll make your coworkers look at you a little bit differently who cares if it, you're going to come out the other end of it financially worse that's huge i think a lot of people end up going back because of that i agree with they want to get looked at a certain way just to kind of give an example of that or like of what they could possibly look like this is just an example off the top of my head that i can think of right now it's like so it's like if you're say if you're a teacher in the public school system and and you you already have a college in order to be a teacher in the public school system i'm not sure where you're where you're located but here in hawaii let's say you need to have a college degree you need a college degree in order to be a teacher doesn't matter what your college degree in literally doesn't matter what your college degree is in you can have a college you could have done a freaking um create your own college degree and literally done your college degree in anything you know what i mean and i'm going to do a college degree on wooden table historical studies exactly on people that have ha- have had fibers two left feet in history famous people that have done had two left feet in history like okay yeah. and that that's pretty specific i don't understand how that's relevant at all to teaching th- the youth but anyway i digress the youth the youths and so one of the one of the things that we see a lot is like in in that type of field Okay, in order to get paid more, you have to get a master's. So you get a master's degree and then you get paid more. What I find what I find from the teachers that I've talked to that have gotten master's degrees, I've asked them, how much did you pay for your master's degree? Okay, what are the monthly payments? Okay, what how much of an increase? How much of an pay increase did you get? What was the pay increase on the backside of the benefits? Are you gonna when you when you retire? Are you does that increase the pension amount that you're getting? Okay, it does. How much? These are really really basic questions. Never have I ever gotten an answer to all of those questions. Never. That's because they don't know. Majority of the people don't know because it's a status thing. I agree. I I agree with you. That's just. A th- I'm not picking on teachers or anything. No, no, just, no. Just just use an example. Of that's what a great field with that standard of, practice. Just just using that as an example. Yeah. Right. It would make sense. It would make sense that you did do the math on it. It would make sense that you. Okay, my degree costs this much. This is how much my monthly payments are going to be. It's going to increase my annual pay by this much. Okay, that makes sense. Cash flow wise. I'm gonna make an extra five hundred dollars. It's gonna, um, um, it's only gonna cost me an extra three hundred dollars. It's only gonna cost me three hundred dollars. Okay, that's an extra two hundred dollars. Uh, that's an extra two hundred dollars a month for the next twenty years. It's only gonna cost me nights and weekends for two years to get my master's degree. All right, maybe that math does work out for you. And, I'll, and I'm not, I'm not saying that all teachers don't do it. I'm not picking on, I'm not picking on teachers. No, yeah, you're not you're not picking on teachers, but teachers are the best example or one of the best examples of of an industry where they are uh 
they're they're kind of pressured to go back and get a degree, but oftentimes it doesn't seem like they do the financial analysis. The one that I remember the most, I actually did have one. I was much younger, though, and I was much less. Um, I didn't have the opinion that I have now about this, and I didn't have the viewpoint that I have now about this. But uh, it was a guy, and he had paid for a master's degree at some fancy school. And he had gone straight from his undergrad to his master's program to become a teacher. But when we had the conversation about how much he was, but I'm not even going to say it was a lot. It was a lot of money. He did not have a scholarship and his parents didn't pay for it. He was paying for it. Um, or I think he had like a small amount of merit aid, but it was, it didn't even matter. And he was like, Oh, I'm going to go get my master's cause then I'm going to get paid more as a teacher. And he came out here because it was getting, he was getting paid slightly more. And he, he was a math teacher <laughs> which makes the whole thing even worse. Uh, but basically, as, as somebody who was not educated about math and who was not anywhere near as educated about this as I am now, I looked at that and I was like, dude, he's never going to make that back. He's he's literally never going to make it back. I don't know how much the raise is. It's not enough for the amount that this guy paid. It was upwards of $200,000. And you know, and that's that's just another point, just real quickly. And it's a little, we're, I'm, I'm digressing, but a good example of that. So like just, just sticking on the example that we're, that we're doing right now, which is the teachers, but is this any field that also where, not, I didn't say he paid $200,000 for his master's. He paid 200 to over $200,000 for everything altogether. So that's what so people don't think. I don't know. So, you know, and to, just to stick on the example that we're talking about right now, which is teachers, we're just using that as an example. One of the things that I feel like doesn't happen very often is doing cold calculated math. What I mean by that is instead of going to the nearest school, instead of going to a name brand master's program, you instead, you shop around. You shop around and you figure out what the cheapest master's program is, maybe. Why would you do that? You would say, okay, maybe because you would do that because the cheaper you can get your master's degree, the more upside you're going to get on that pay raise because that pay raise is set. The and supposedly the pay raise is the point. Right. Exactly. The pay raise is set. And since the pay raise is set, the only thing that you can adjust is your cost. And so if you can bring your cost down as much as possible, then that then you make then you make all of the difference. We're, we're getting a little technical here, but uh, this is actually a financial principle, which is you make money when you buy something that Ryan has frequently tells me. Um, and just explain, can you explain that a little bit more? Yeah, sure. I just quickly, I guess it's a, it's just a common saying is you don't make money when you sell, you make money with, when you buy. So it just basically be conscious of the price of which you purchase goods, whether that's especially investable assets, that's what it's talking about. But the lower you can get the price, the more upside you're going to get eventually when you sell it. Especially when your upside is fixed in this case. Exactly. And your upside's fixed in this case because you know you can go to your union or you can go to that public school that employs you and it'll tell you exactly how much you're going to get paid. Okay, perfect. Well, the reason why you're getting this master's degree is so that you can get paid more. 
okay, I know that this is gonna this this when I when I talk about this, this pisses a lot of people off. The reason why it pisses a lot of people off is because it's like I said, it's cold, it's calculated. A lot of people a lot of people would be like, well, I want to get a quality education. But you just told me that it's you want you just told me that you want to go back to ma- to to get your master's degree to get more money, to make more money. Is it about getting a quality education or is it about making more money? Or as I perceive it, it's about status. It's about saying that I have this. Or even the flashy of, I'm going back to get my whatever, whatever. It's a thing to tell people. It's like driving, it's like keeping up with the Joneses. It's like driving a nice car, I think, for a lot of people. It's a status symbol. And so I just think, I think that people don't do that type of analysis. And it's something that needs to happen a little bit more often. Start thinking about college as a financial decision. Start thinking about the upside of going. Start thinking about the upside of going back. Start thinking about the downside. Start thinking about how you can mitigate the downside risk. If you can get it cheaper, if you can get somebody to pay for it, if you can get better loans. Another group that really should kind of should should do that too is nurses. Nurses are another group that that happens to a lot where they go get a master's in nursing and they're they're not they're not being untruthful when they say that you'll get a raise and you'll make more. What they're not addressing is the fact that you might be paying more than you're going to make. So yes, you might be making more in your salary, but when someone is telling you that, what they're not taking into account because it's your job to take it into account for yourself to protect yourself is what you're paying out and what you're going to be paying out because yes you might be making more but you might not be covering the cost that you're about to incur on yourself it's not only that too it's also the opportunity cost of the time of which you go and the money it's the time it's opportunity cost it's not only the money though it's the opportunity cost of actually going to school of going back to get your master's oh yeah and when you can literally be doing anything else you you don't have to be starting a business or anything like that but you can literally be just be cruising on your couch so you could be watching netflix <laughs> you can literally just be cruising on your couch Hang spending time family. spending time with your husband spending time with your wife spending time with your kids spending time with your family spending time with your friends literally doing anything going else out in the, for happy hour literally doing anything else in anything. the world but no you're going to be studying to get your master's degree so that I think this is a perfect place to wrap up. Mm. I think this is a perfect place. I think we covered a lot here. We definitely went on a lot of tangents. Sorry, thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging in there with us if you made it this far. Yeah. Basically, this is something that we get all the time. What to do instead of going back to school. Whether or not it's your first degree, whether or not it's your second degree, whether or not you've never gone to college before, whether or not you've dropped out, whatever. If you're not in school and you're thinking about going back for it for some reason, biggest thing is figure out the why. Figure out why you want to go back. Figure out what in your life is causing you to feel that discontentment. And what's the minimum thing you can do to alleviate it and see if it helps? That's the second step. The first step is identifying it. Got to be honest with yourself. It's going to be brutal. It always is. Write it down, analyze it. Second, th- second step, as Hannah said, figuring out the minimum, the minimum amount of things that you need to, to need to do in order to alleviate those things. Something as simple 
as asking to go down to a four day work week. Yeah. If you can, if, if it's time, figure out, like Ryan said, figure out if it, figure out what it is, figure out why it's bothering you and then figure out what you can do about it, which is, you know, do you want time? Do you want money? Do you want passion? Do you want ownership over something and stewardship over something? Figure out what it is that you want to have. Like, do you want more freedom? Do you want to be able to travel? Like, what's the goal? Um, and then once you have that, and there's no wrong answer to that either. There, There is no wrong answer. Um, it's different for everyone. And then the third thing is, so yeah. So if you can't, if you're, once you, once you think about the why, then you think about the what and see if you can get yourself a different job, see if you can get a second job, see if you can get a job that you're just learning something that's interesting to you, or see if there's some way for you to change the job that you're at now currently also, um, and learn something that's going to be valuable to you. Sales is a really good one because it's transferable to everything and it might help you find a better opportunity in the future. Another thing too about getting a new job is, is that you might be able to change either the people who are around you, uh, not necessarily that they're a problem, but maybe they are, but you can also just change the variety of people that you're around. You can try to get a job around people who are interested in what you're interested in. If you're looking to date or just be exposed to a different sort of people, then you can get a job where the where the workplace is majority made of, of the opposite gender, just to add a little spice of life and make mix up your mix up your coworkers. Um, and yeah, that's a and and then also changing your environment. So if you have moved to a new city and get a different job because that's what you want to do, and. Uh, and the third thing is going to be if if you're lacking purpose and passion in a job, that's not really surprising because a job is somebody else's work. So uh, do your own work. And by that, we mean start your own business or project. Um, but, but a business is a good thing because it can help you meet salary goals. And it might allow you to have an outlet for creativity and purpose and learning without you having to risk the stability of your current job, which is awesome. And you might be able to change your situation without risking your current job and stability, which is great. Yeah, absolutely. Can't say it enough. Don't quit your job. Please, for the love of Barbara Corcoran, don't quit your job. Don't quit your job. Start a side business. Start a side hustle. I know it's overplayed. I know people talk about it all the time. Hustle culture this. Hustle culture that. That's not really what we're talking about. Just... Start, just do something. We're talking about small changes. Try stuff. Absolutely. Guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. I know that was a long one. Um, we're very glad to have you here. If you guys like this episode and you guys want to hear more like this, please subscribe. Please like. Please leave a review. It helps people find our podcast. It helps to get the word out about it. And if you questions. Got, yeah. If you guys have any questions, you guys can uh, hit us up on our website, degreefreenetwork.com. There are emails up on there. You can go ahead and send us an email. If you guys are thinking about applying some of this stuff that we talked about in your own life, on on that website, Degree Free Network, we have, we have a guide. We've, we've compiled, all these episodes are basically compiled all there neatly in that guide for you. You can go ahead and read it, do the worksheets, figure it out, and then you know apply it in your own life. That being said, the resources are out there and, and available everywhere. Just take some time to take some time to look for it. Keep listening to our podcast. Keep coming up with great questions. We get great questions all the time. Yeah, we might answer you. Absolutely. All right, guys. Until next time. Aloha.